world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not a fuse? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous, the podcast where Reese, son of Sean, Kyron, son of Clive, and Georgia, son of Patrick, <laughs> talk about <laughs> oh boy. the movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as well as The Crown, and now, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, look who's talking now, baby. <laughs> My name's Kyron Wheatley. Hey, who's Nicholson? Oh, this again. My name's Georgia <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> And today, we're talking about The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Legend tells of a ring created by an ancient evil that gave its wearer the power to enslave the world. Believed lost for centuries, it has now been found. This is the One Ring. Forged by the Dark Lord Sauron. Sauron needs only this ring to cover all the lands of a second darkness. It was made in the fires of Mount Doom. Only there can it be unmade. Precious. Reese, what's it about? I bet there was a bit in the back of both your brains that thought maybe I hadn't done it. <laughs> Small bit. Just the smallest. In a middle world. <laughs> Where the closest thing to a person of colour are called the Black Riders, but they are actually just mostly dead old white guys. <laughs> Kate Blanchett from the 1990s Tim Tam commercials tells us about her, her jewellery. True, look it up. Tells us about her jewellery Etsy, and there's all these different rings, but there is this one ring that seems to be made out of pure methamphetamines because people that use it go absolutely psycho for it. <laughs> People are horny for this ring. <laughs> Everyone's fucking off to chuck a ring into the fire because an eye in a snow globe told Count Dracula to make an army of NRL players. <laughs> Pretty happy with that. You've got a man. You've got an elf. You've got the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, the Lion and my axe. And that's only about 45 minutes in. Jesus Christ, this movie is long. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Once again, everything hangs in the balance for jewellery of the hand. It's a familiar yes. truth. <laughs> yes. Jewels. I was watching this today mm. and I was pottering around doing some other things while I was watching it because I've watched it on a plane off and on not long ago. Mm. And I said, I'll just fill in the gaps. And it got to the bit where they were... I'm very into this podcast. Um, yeah, ring. We get it, guys. Uh, the bit where they're having the secret Hugo Weaving meeting mm. and they all do and the famous and my axe mm. it does feel like the end <laughs> like no. i kind of thought oh this movie's gone a bit faster than i thought like <laughs> not and even then I the looked end of the like, second act oh we're not even close to halfway <laughs> like this is not halfway yet this is introducing <laughs> the characters but it's an hour and a half in yeah that that bit is an hour and a half in and you know what we've gotten before that and again i i will say i i like this movie mm-hmm. it was fun mm-hmm. but 
he keeps putting that fucking ring on, doesn't he? He just keeps putting it on. <laughs> There's a lot of that to come. And then we have like 20 minutes of... <laughs> Frodo. Like 20 minutes at a time of that. We could knock a bit of that out and it can be an easy two hours. And then, and then we get to fucking Samwise as fast as possible, which is I imagine what Return of the King is about. Mm. It's bad news if you're already upset about the length of the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, they only get longer. <laughs> I would say also, I couldn't disagree with you more. This is a, a perfectly written film. It's very, very good. I agree, Kyron. I love yes. it. I wouldn't take a minute out of it. Oh, um, yeah. imagine, imagine you two disagreeing with me about something in this <laughs> bloody podcast. So instead of jumping to the middle and then zooming around and figuring out all the bits we could remove, let's start with the prologue. Mm, <laughs> What do we think? Three to the elves, seven to the dwarves, nine to the men. Is that how you would have done it? Or would you split them up differently? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely not. Why did the men get such a portion? I know. None to the hobbits? Rude. <laughs> Rude. What the fuck have they got against hobbits? <laughs> Sounds like the guest list to a sex on premises party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got three elves, seven dwarves, <laughs> nine men. It's like a scandalous story that happened on a yacht. <laughs> What's that short, hairy one? He shouldn't be here. It does seem stupid that the hobbits don't get any because they're the only ones who can handle it. Yeah, but they've been underestimated. Yeah, for far too long. For too long. When I watched this in year seven for the first time, I had the hugest crush on Frodo, which mm. surprises me now a little because he sort of spends <laughs> most of the time in these huge baggy overalls which really ride high. Yep. Yeah. No but, no, but he's got a little tush. I think that's why. He's got a nice little tush. Like, he doesn't have a bum or an ass. Yeah, He's got a tush. It is in, it's in the tush category, isn't it? Yeah. And big eyes yeah, as well. Yeah, beautiful blue eyes. Do you think you were into it because at the risk of being far too crass too early, mm. is uh-huh. it because he just spends a lot of the movie just trying to get his finger in stuff? <laughs> and that, that might have been... No, you're right. That, that is too crass too early. <laughs> too crass too early? Okay, yeah. just checking. Nah. Just home. checking. I'm just getting just getting back <laughs> into the swing of things. I do think though this movie is I'm not saying this for jokey or crass reasons. It is a very horny movie. Like as in in this unspoken it's a very sexual movie. The way that everyone talks to each other. I don't know, everyone's very breathy. Yeah. And you've gotta <laughs> get we've gotta get here. And and I promised that I would get you there. It's funny how we've decided that people who are magical are deeper and slower yeah. and more yeah. sensual. <laughs> and the way that even Kate Blanchett looks as she's like pouring the water into the thing, mm. there's a lot of characters that look at each other from across a room or a field, sometimes both. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, that Agent Smith is looking great in the long hair and the dress. <laughs> yeah. Because he talks exactly the same as Agent Smith. Hugo Weaving's eyebrows do about 50% of his acting, and I think that's being generous Mm -hmm. to him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not the eyebrows. I also couldn't help but feel that the eye of Mordor um, just looks a bit vaginal. You know, it's got a... This is what I'm getting at. It's a sort of fiery yeast infection sort of... (laughs) Watching over you. And Sauron. No, not Sauron. 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 Yeah, they've made a mistake making those names too similar. Yes. A nightmare. Which to to read it must have been a nightmare. To be like, wait, which one? Yeah. (laughs) These are the same names. Uh Him and Gandalf. Are like two old queens battling it out, mm-hmm. just absolutely furious yeah. at each other. Yeah, it was a bit like, don't you hate it when grandma and grandpa fight? Yeah. 
I feel like Gandalf should really have been able to tell from the architecture and interior design that Saruman yeah. was a bad guy. And also yeah. that he's played by Christopher Lee. Like, that's a dead giveaway that he's going to be a bad guy. Yeah. Haven't you seen this guy's previous work? <laughs> Yeah. So he was the first person to be cast. Here's a fun fact. Oh. And he knew, I was about to say J.K. Rowling. Nope. Um, <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien a little bit. And, and he reads until he died. From the, from the time that the books came out until the, till the year he died, he read all books through once every year. Whoa. Like he loved the book so much. And so he was like an unkind of spoken producer of the movies apparently that he would kind of. He was a super fan expert. Like I was reading today that he would go to like. Occasionally, like, wander through the makeup area and give notes, which, you know, you read that and you're like, oh, that's nice. Having the tiny bit of experience on a film set that I now have, it's like, those makeup people fucking hated that. <laughs> like, if if an actor came past the makeup people and were like, I reckon like this. Yeah. Well, what, what do Mary and Pippin bring to the table here? Because essentially, True. their job is to fuck it up. They knock them off the cliff. They mm. give away that there's a Baggins at the pub. The fire mm. that attracted the wraiths, that's them. They had to carry them through the snow just so they could disturb the water at the <laughs> gates of Moriere. Then yep. he knocks the skeleton into the well. <laughs> Hobbits yeah. are rubbish. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. And they really were quick to let them join the, the party, which surprised me, actually. They mm. do come into their own, but, yeah, gee, I don't know if it makes up for the previous dramas. I don't think so. I mean, the only the only reason you can have them is that orcs are also rubbish. Like in in the mines, there's. Yeah. I mean, it's fair to say a few orcs, <laughs> and they managed to kill mm. exactly zero of the <laughs> fellowship. <laughs> well, that's because he got leggy with those arrows. Samwise killed three of them with a pan. <laughs> I think I'm getting the hang of this. Murder? Do you mean murder? You're getting the hang of murder? Yeah. Definitely quantity over quality with orcs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's my question about orcs then. Mm. We've, gone, we've gone in a weird reverse situation now, I think, where I knew a bit about Marvel, yeah. but I know nothing about these mm. movies or the books. You already knew a fact, though. Well, I did some reading. Thank you, IMDb. Fun fact. Another fun fact about the moth that I was just reading through the, the facts on IMDb about this movie. <laughs> the moth was born shortly before the scene was shot. <laughs> And died shortly after. <laughs> I was like, gosh, I didn't, I didn't need to know that because it was a very cute little moth. They got, had little, it was such a cute little moth. guys, little soft guys. <laughs> I loved them. Big eyebrows. Oh, it was a baby. It did so well. Shone bright. Yeah, child actor. <laughs> That's the thing about child actors; they burn out too fast. Yeah, it got really into drugs so quick. Oh, oh yeah, they had little tiny, little tiny lines of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. That's why moths are so dusty. They're big cokeheads. <laughs> Do orcs, they're, they're earth babies? What, what's that? <laughs> what are the orcs? I'm pretty sure they were elves. Yeah, they were. Well, he says yeah. that, but then the big boy comes out of the ground. Yeah. Well, that's that's Orokai, who is a invention of Peter Jackson. That's not actually in the mm-hmm. books. Really? Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure, like you say, Reese, that he was inspired when he went to a state of origin match. <laughs> um, and... Yeah. Pieced together that monster. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I think it's big, a big Marones fan. Yeah, it's a device to personify evil uh, so that it can be confronted by Boromir and people at the end. It's not actually well, in the in the books, I think. Yeah, but he's yeah he's sort of breeding these freakish characters that are birthed from those amniotic sacs by midwife orcs. Yeah, like are all the orcs doing that? Um, no, I don't. So there are there are lady orcs. I don't then. know what's. There are some like buxom. Oh, I see where we're going. Okay, I see. 
I understand now. <laughs> oh, you're wondering. Where no, that's genuinely not where I was going, but I was, I was wondering <laughs> how, are, how are orcs made? Mm, it's a good well, question. <laughs> do you want to take this one, Georgia? Should we have the chat? I we should have the, we should I, have the chat. How, okay, how does an orc? So straight people, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> when they love each other very much. They push their Middle Earths together. <laughs> Dead Gandalf's a real bummer. Mm. Hey, I don't think you're allowed to say that about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He's an out and proud gay man, and I don't think that's kind. It's Pride Month, for God's sake. For God's sake. It's a shame that Orlando Bloom is not a great actor, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he only had about ten lines as well. But... <laughs> As demonstrated by his ongoing filmography. There is pictures of him nude paddle boarding, though. So That's true. We've all seen them on the internet. Give him a Google. funny kind of sticky, sticky-outy classic pants. Another massive line in this movie is the one does not simply. Oh, yes. And did you know there was, for a time, Google, uh, Google Maps, if you typed Mordor and then walk and then... It would do. It would come up with one does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> oh, that's fine. What a pack of bloody nerds! <laughs> I loved it. I tried it again today. It doesn't work anymore. But oh, that's a shame. Oh. It was a treat when it happened. But there are just some really great lines in this. Like even the like the wrapping up of the first act, where they say one more step and it'll be the farthest from home I've ever been, yeah. is just a just a beautiful setup for not just this movie but the entire thing. Oh, it's, it's just so really, beautiful. really good writing. And I think it also, um, there's a sense of humour about it. Very similar, like, in a way, almost sets up the work of Taika and, like, those kind of Kiwi big epics because there is, it's a really funny movie. I, like, on my first watch, I wasn't expecting it to be as funny as it kind of was. Yeah. Like, there's action movie funny and then there's that deeply Kiwi comedy kind of funny. A small example of it is, like, the guy at the gates... Is like I meant no disrespect. I it's my job to do like mm. it's very mm. like let's like, like a flight of the Concord sketch mm. <laughs> of like people kind of talking yeah. to each other like sorry come on and in then sorry Peter Jackson pops up in that scene immediately after eating a carrot yeah, he's a eating man. a carrot yeah oh I missed that yeah. we've got the Trans Tasman bubble now so we could feasibly do an episode from the Shire <gasps> oh my <laughs> god. Wouldn't that be fun? Imagine. We're going on tour. <laughs> Must be a couple of listeners in New Zealand. <laughs> I remember being absolutely desperate for Arwen's necklace, glowy necklace, and then mm-hmm. finally getting a plastic version in the Royal Easter show bag. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings show bag. <laughs> Aragorn, I, the older I get, the more I find myself attracted to Aragorn, which is who all the mums mm. fancied. You know, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, as you get older, your crushes get older as well. I mean, for sure. I mean, I don't That's fair. have crushes on teenagers anymore. But, I mean, not if you're a middle-aged man. They stay the same. No. I mean, it was worrying earlier when you said you were still on the Frodo bandwagon. <laughs> hey, he was 22. Yeah. Yes. In that. Um, welcome back to Georgia Media and Reese <laughs> podcast. He's of age. Don't worry. <laughs> because I wasn't into these movies, I never... There were girls at my school that were... Obsessed with them, mm. like I, I reckon like Legolas, archery, w- oh, yeah. Legolas, absolutely. Like the and like I switched in year eight. I remember in drama classes, like when we had to do like a little piece about something, there was always an involvement of Legolas or something. Like the, <laughs> like there seemed to be this weird Buffy and and Lord of the Rings <laughs> were this at the same time mm. empowering 
14-year-old girls <laughs> to discover their sexuality yeah. in a weird medieval totally. stabby-in-the-chest type of way. My two best friends in night school were obsessed and they had straight blonde hair and straight brown hair, so they got to be Arwen and Galadriel. But I had curly red hair, so I had to be Rosie Cotton, the Hobbit. Oh. <laughs> it was not as fun. One of my favourite facts I read was, um, you know that underwater scene, is he's not actually underwater. It's like, really? No shit. <laughs> Because you can almost see the hands on the corner of the cape going. Do you know what? It, if you're listening to this, rewatch the drowning scene. Yeah. And it is so fake. Yeah. It's amazing. There's like a lady on the ground with a blow dryer trying to make his hair look like, but you can still see the hairspray holding it on the corners, and so they're kind of flapping at the top. Are you sure, Peter? It's just that you spent a lot of money on some of these other effects. I was reading today about the um, software that they used. It's, whether it's a Kiwi company or not, but it sounds so Kiwi. To make the big fight scenes, the program is called Massive. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's so funny. It's just like... We do big bro, stuff. Bro, it's massive. <laughs> massive. Oh, bro, it's going to be absolutely massive. <laughs> um, small man, big machine. Small man, big machine. Yes, the very epitome. <laughs> there could not be a smaller man. <laughs> Yeah. Small man in the machine of Middle Earth. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what we've not talked about at all? Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah. As, as a layman to this series, mm-hmm. to have a kind of one-off character where she literally trots in, picks up a little man and trots off, <laughs> does make a pretty big impact. <laughs> like, I absolutely thought she was in this movie so much more than she is. <laughs> but it's true. The if you want him, come and claim him is such oh, a... And it's very like crime movie, like don't you fucking die on me. Like it's yeah. very, very like I can't turn up to with another dead little boy. Mm. Um, <laughs> the but it is too much. Um, because also I like seeing this movie is I think a lot of actors that you don't see in these types of movies. Mm. And I think they're not. I mean, there's there's well known actors, obviously, but they're not so famous that they take over the film. It, it's much more about the characters and the story because you're not distracted by the movie stars as much. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It's cast in a very British way. Yeah. Which is like cast good actors, oh, no. Yeah. And heaps, yeah. heaps of them are Brits, indeed. And Kiwis and Aussies. Orlando Bloom, when he was cast, was a week out from finishing drama school. Whoa, fucking hell. What a bloody coup. Imagine that gig. How raging would you be if you were his classmate? You're like, this guy's yeah. never even been good. <laughs> <laughs> Big fight, small kitchen. Oh. Well, yes, indeed. There is a fight yes. in the kitchen. I there? am not some conjurer of cheap <laughs> tricks. Bestel test. Does this pass the Bestel test? Oh no, I don't think so. There are ladies, but there's none in the fellowship. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a fellowship. Mm. It's a ship of fellows. Yeah, it's mm. not a marshmallow ship. Jesus. <laughs> um, bang, 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 pop, pop, pop doesn't really work so much, does it? More clink, 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 smash, smash, smash. Yeah, I was thinking smashy. exactly. It should be like slice, slice, slice. Oh, I can't say that though. It's true. Kissing in the rain or on a bridge. <laughs> Actually, Arwen and I guess they're under a waterfall. Is that a bridge? It's it's very nearly rain and a bridge. Uh, Minion Lost said, "Wow, (laughs) wow, captivating, Mm. unique, Mm. you, enchanting, and breathtaking." (laughs) Uh, So they fucked it up at the end there. 
So that was the internet ratings. Mark Fennell wasn't around when these films came out, so we can't <laughs> check Mark Fennell's oh, reviews. Oh, there was a weird bear Um, Do you want to rank these movies on their own or do you want to place them in the ongoing rankings? <laughs> in the ongoing? Ooh. God, this is going to infuriate listeners. <laughs> okay, Georgia. Well, I'm going to say it's somewhere up the top. Yeah. So your top five are Endgame, The Crown, Infinity War, <laughs> Thor, Ragnarok and Black Panther. Where oh. would you like to put Lord of the Rings? The Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> I'd like to put this at number one, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, this is also my number one here. Oh. Of the, Fellowship of the Ring beats out Endgame, a... Ragnarok, Infinity War. That's going to be infuriating to all these people who listen for the Marvel <laughs> stories. Yeah. But you know what? I'm still here for them. Yep. Reese, do you want me to list your top 10 or your bottom 10? Or where do you think it's going to be? And I'll You just give my bottom a 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 tush. 10 out of 10 tushy. And that's a podcast that Georgia and I do <laughs> where we rate tushies I in mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, I, I mean, that. that's a show. We... Daily apps. I would like a daily app of that show, please. Just 10 minutes just to yeah. kick off my day. <laughs> I reckon just under... Avengers. Ooh. Okay, so that is like eight. Number eight. Before that, you've got Endgame, Ragnarok, Infinity War, The Crown, The Crown, <laughs> Black Panther, Guardians. Yeah. It's a it's a wonderful it's show. Wonderful Avengers, show. and then Lord of the Rings, beating out Ant Man, Captain America, and Age of Ultron. <laughs> I wonder if mine and Kyron's attachment to it comes from having loved it in our preteens. No, it's just much better writing. <laughs> God. Just That's much, also, what a much slap better. in the face. Just much, much better. Much yeah. better movie. <laughs> Would you watch again? Yes, absolutely. I watched it twice just for this podcast. <laughs> oh, come um, in. Yeah. I love it. I wouldn't sit down to watch it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. More of a stand-up watch? <laughs> if it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today I watched it pottering around. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I had watched it on a flight. A classic Nicholson watch. <laughs> what are we looking forward to in the next one? The two towers. Yeah. Shorter runtime. Bad luck. It's a one minute bow, longer. Bow, bow, bow. You can feel that min. God. Is it the same movie just with a bit of something else at the end? Yeah. It's more crashy, crashy. Massive. They would have had a lot to do in Two Towers, I reckon. Massive. They also, all the names in this movie sound like you're trying to say a name drunk. <laughs> We stayed at this great Airbnb. It's where was it, Kyra? It was Glad uh, Glad Gladriel. Suramon. Suramon. Diver Dan. Diver Dan. David Wenham. Diver Dan. He enters. Oh, I love yep. Wenham. Me too. I love to be his friend. That's it for Simply Marvelous this week. We'll see you next week for SMS02 E02 L. O T R T T T. I don't like that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.